I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Rosie where she shares with us how to design your life around freedom. Hi Rosie, how are you? Hello, hi, I'm great, thank you. Greetings from Mexico. (laughs) I love it. She's in sunny Mexico right now. Uh, Rosie, before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Hello, Debbie. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I live an offbeat life because it's ever so delicious. Uh, Why wouldn't (laughs) I? My name is Rosie Bell and I'm a British travel writer and author and a lifestyle entrepreneur. And I grew up in different countries around the world. I grew up in Namibia, Nigeria, the Netherlands and the UK. And for the last 10 years, I've worked for myself remotely all around the world. Um, I help people who want to escape the rat race and work online and travel. And I do this through courses books and mentoring and I find so much joy from seeing people design and live their lives on their own terms and I live an offbeat life because I find it extremely fulfilling to be able to live my life with my own desired life ingredients and everybody has different life ingredients and I try to put mine into my life every single day and I'd love to talk more about that on this show. Yeah I love that and I definitely have the same motto in terms of creating a freedom lifestyle, creating a life that you actually design that you enjoy and you love. So when you are helping somebody design that type of freedom for themselves, how do you get started? Um, well, first of all, I'd say it's identifying where the problems are, where the, where the problems lay, um, defining what exactly those ingredients are for you, what your lifestyle goes are, what your goals are, what your career goals are. Um, I would, I always like to say that people should have a one sentence goal um, of like an overarching thing that you're working towards that informs all of their decisions, be that freedom, or if you have a family, maybe it's flexibility. Um, it's first of all, defining where the problems lie for you and 
what you're what you would like in your life. So in my case, I learned very early on in my career that I I'm not a morning person, first of all. So if I can avoid early mornings, ideal. I want the flexibility to work wherever. And I also don't want to have a uniform or strict guidelines about what I wear. I want to be able to wear whatever I want and work anywhere I want. And I also want to be able to cherry pick the people I work with because I didn't I didn't particularly enjoy my corporate job over 10 years ago now. I just didn't like the work environment and the unnecessary competition. I didn't want to compete with people about absolutely everything, including how many cups of tea you make for the team, because that's a real thing in the UK. <laughs> um, studies have shown that the more cups of tea you make for your team, the higher your chances are of a promotion, actually. So I just didn't really want those things to be a part of my life. So what are the desired ingredients for you? Is it weather, temperature, community? Is it money? Is it free time? What are your ingredients? That would be the starting point. So starting from there, when I actually wanted to leave my corporate job, I had to ask myself, okay, what do I actually like? What do I dislike? What could I feasibly do every day that would bring me joy and help me bring these things into my life? and bring, bring me that freedom. And I, I wanted location freedom. I knew that already having to go into the office every, every morning for me, particularly in London, getting the tube from West London to central London was, it wasn't, it wasn't feeding my soul in any way. So what feeds your soul is the first question to ask yourself. Yeah, that is so perfect because it's not necessarily, because this is the thing that we're taught when we're going through life, especially when you're just beginning with your career, it's about how much you're making, right? And then the rest is just secondary. And for me, I actually found that knowing the type of lifestyle, the the things that you were talking about, Rosie, is the first step. Like what kind of lifestyle do you want? And then once you figure that out, then you calculate how much you need financially to mm-hmm. achieve that. Mm-hmm. So instead of going into the financials first, actually think about, okay, what kind of life do I want? Right. And do I really need X amount to, to achieve that? Also, it's, it's interesting because once you actually achieve that, then you could, can reach more more financial goals after that, if that's Mm -hmm. what you decide to do. But I I find too, that people don't need as much as they think. Mm -hmm. That's why most of us tend to over hustle Mm -hmm. (laughs) and become miserable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yes, because we're working to goals that sound nice on paper, but aren't necessarily our goals. Like we inherited them from somewhere. And and that's why um, in my in my book, Escape to Self, which is about life design and designing your external environment to match your internal goals, wishes and desires. um, That's why it's about, first of all, realizing what you want, what you need, accepting that because, you know, there there may be some things that you didn't even know about yourself. Maybe you're not you don't necessarily like the fact that, you know, this is how you want to live your life and you're going to maybe have to disappoint your family and, and, and you know, because that, that is a consideration for many people. And then it's pursuing those things. It's the steps. First of all, you know, outlining it, what is it you want, accepting that, and then working towards it. But you have to do that sort of brainstorming temperature check section first. 
Yeah. And what have you found in terms of like figuring out what you want? Because that's another thing that we usually don't ask ourselves, right? Like, what do you really want? How do you figure that out when you've been told that this is what you want and now you have to, to think for yourself? Well, I think it's self-reflection. It's looking at like looking at your different corners, looking at your, looking at your career. What are the things that you've liked and you haven't liked? Look at your relationships. Who are the kind of people that you like to be around? What do your friends say about you? What do people come to you for? What do you enjoy doing in your spare time? When have you been the happiest? What is your definition of success? There are these probing questions that you can ask yourself um, to, to try and, I get guess get close closer to that answer for instance when i left my advertising corporate job um which i only lasted a year in because it literally destroyed my soul and then gave me physical health problems such as heart palpitations by the way um after only a year of working there when i left that job and i knew that i wanted to work for myself and do something i made a list i'm a big fan of list making list of things that i actually enjoy what do people know you for what do people expect from you so for, even though I lived in London, I had a freakish obsession with swimwear. I was obsessed with swimwear. I had over 100 bikinis, despite living in a place with no beach. And I was like, okay, swimwear, this is a logical thing for me. This is a, a fashion niche that I could potentially do. I already know so much about the industry. I know who the players are. It's just a question of diving deeper, and I will enjoy that deep dive. So what? So it's just taking taking a look at yourself putting, you know, a mirror, like what do you enjoy looking at the different corners of your life and everything can, can, uh, everything can influence that. Like what, what do you talk about? What, ask your friends, what three things do you talk about nonstop? What were the last three conversations that you had with your friends? You know, who do you make laugh? Like, what do people like about you? There's so many avenues for this beautiful, beautiful self-discovery process. Um, you can do it on your own. You can do it with list making. You can do it with friends and have, and have, a brainstorm. Just ask somebody who loves you, people who see you, you know, as your ultimate unconditional, unconditional lovable self. And just, you know, ask them to just free association. What do they think about with you? Like, who do you help? How have you helped them? There's so many ways to find out about yourself. And then I think once you have that information, it's just, it's easier. It's a little bit easier to piece things together. And because ultimately life design is about liking your life, right? So what do you like in your life now? And what do you not like in your life? What make, what has made you feel the most alive? When did you feel most alive? And like, you weren't just simply existing. There are so many questions like this that you can ask to get a little bit closer to, to, you know, your sweet spot and find your life ingredients that would make you the happiest. Yeah. And it's also experimenting because sometimes you don't, you really don't know what that is because maybe you've been living a life this entire time that you just didn't like and there was no room for things that you did like. And uh, I, I, I feel too, you know, getting out of your environment and doing something completely different, getting out of your comfort zone is so important to all of this because that's really where you find your sweet spot, where you find the the love for life, you know, because as much as I, I like to talk about this and we all like to talk about finding, you know, what you're meant to do in terms of your purpose and your job and business, there's also other things in life that 
that is aside from that, you know, whether it's friendships, families, relationships, you know, even just your hobbies are so Mm -hmm. important to to all of that. And especially for corporate people, like you don't have time to have hobbies. Sometimes you don't even have time for for friends to even start a Mm -hmm. family to 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 want any of of Mm -hmm. these things. So, yeah, just taking that into consideration too, because maybe you haven't even been doing them yet. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Experiments are so um, important. Just like when you start a business, you know, you, you'll you do some market research and you'll test things out and you'll speak to a few people who are in your desired target market. It's because designing your life, it's like, these are all life experiments, right? And you could decide, okay, I don't get my corporate job and I want to open a bakery. And then you realize, wait a second, like I love baking, but I don't want to have to bake as my job. You know, you could, you could learn that very early on. You could learn it a few years later and that's okay. I mean, my swimwear brand was essentially a four year experiment of working for myself because that actually helped me fine tune what was actually most important to me. So my swimwear brand did give me Um, it did give me one type of freedom. So because freedom is my defining goal. So it gave me location freedom to an extent and gave me time freedom. I didn't have to go into an office. I could sit at my desk with, you know, my tea in the morning and talk to my mom and just have a, you know, a lovely day and I could work at my own pace. So it did give me some types of freedom and it was a freedom that I was looking for at that moment because at the moment, my biggest problem was going to the office. So the swimwear brand, my fashion brand did give me that. And then now that I'm doing travel writing, I do also have time freedom, but I also have location freedom in that I don't have a physical product that I need to touch and feel and see and ship. I don't need to have a location that anybody associates me with being or existing in physically, you know, because if you're a swimwear brand, let's say a PR company wants to borrow your swimwear for a fashion show or, you know, for goodie bags for an award show or ceremony or something like that, they need to know, okay, that is the address. That's where I can pick these things up from, or I can send them back there. You know, they need to know that you exist somewhere. And as a travel writer, I can exist everywhere, nowhere and everywhere all at the same time. And so it's a, it's about, yeah, so, you know, fine-tuning and doing experiments. Each of those experiments has gotten me closer to my de- desired uh, sweet spot. Yeah, and and that's what it's all about. It's just taking those risks, taking the risk on yourself and trying to... F- that's really that's where it all comes down to if you're not willing to figure things out if you're not willing to take risks then you're not going to reap any of the rewards Mm -hmm. that those risks will take you so is there anything else that we need to know about how to create a lifestyle design that will allow you to have freedom that you want to share with us rosie Yes, absolutely. And thank you for setting the stage. Um, To design your life around freedom, I think, first of all, it's also about deciding or knowing what type of freedom you want, what freedom means. Freedom is a very, you know, it's a, it's a buzzword. It's a big word. It carries a lot of meaning. It has a lot of weight, but you know, what type of freedom do you want? Is that time freedom? Is that financial freedom? Is that location freedom? Do you want to be location independent and be able to work anywhere, anytime, any place? In my case, I've chosen my career, not just based on what I would like to do on a daily basis or what I want to earn, but according to the lifestyle I would love and the freedom I want to have. 
have. So as I mentioned before, I will never be a morning person. So being a writer fits into how I prefer my days to look. I enjoy the freedom to make my own decisions and work where and when I wish. So I appreciate the mobility that writing gives me. I'm a seeker of jobs that keep my purse and my heart full. So to create your roadmap or your blueprint for your perfect lifestyle business, I think you need to think about your goal or what that freedom goal is for you. What does freedom look like for you? Is it having mornings off? You know, is it, is it, you know, being able to work at night? Is it being able to work with your friends? Is it being able to work alone? Is it being able to actually just make all, you know, as much money with as little effort as possible? You know, is it is about having free time? It's about what type of freedom are you actually looking for? And how, and how could, you know, if, if it's about finding a job, how could that job, how does that job like help you get to what you towards that tick box. So if it's time freedom and you see a, a remote job advertised that says, uh, you know, we're looking for somebody who can, you know, get on the ground uh, running uh, and, you know, is not, is, is not allergic to, uh, you know, long hours. You know, you can see straight away <laughs> that is not your time freedom job, you know. Yeah. And if you're looking to, if you want to be a lifestyle entrepreneur and you're looking to actually create a business to suit your lifestyle, and if time is your freedom goal, then you're probably not, it's, you're probably not best off doing something that is, you know, uh, high intensity, but low pay because you're going to be have to work a lot to get, you know, a lot of money there. So if you want to work as little as possible, then you want to be looking at more passive jobs, you know, and if for me, I have a, a really good uh, combination now where I, I have my writing. My writing is definitely my freedom job, but I also love talking to people. I also love having these conversations where people ask me, okay, how can I move to my the first country? You know, what if it's scary? What if I can't go alone? Should I go with somebody? How can I deal with my family? I love talking to people. I love having those conversations as well. And I can design that according to my, my time schedule. I don't ever have to work before 12 noon if I don't want to. And that's a really wonderful thing for me. You know, there's so many ways that you can live your life beyond what society traditionally prescribes for you. You know, you can spend six months of the year working and travel for the rest of the time. You can have two part-time jobs instead of one full-time job. You can run your own business and never have an employer again. You can have as many side hustles as you want. You can work, you know, less hours and spend more time with your family. There's so many different ways that you can actually live your life. But the most important thing is actually keeping that goal at the forefront of it all. So as soon as you see a job, take it off the checklist. Does it give me freedom? No. Okay, fine. You know, okay, starting a business, uh, maybe having a trucking company. Does that give me time? Maybe not necessarily, but it might give me a lot of money. You know, it's <laughs> always keeping your goal at the forefront of your mind with anything that you do. Uh, you know, I get offers for, I've had, I've had, uh, you know, companies try to recruit me and, you know, they've been great jobs. They've been for amazing companies that I really do admire and respect. The pay has been fantastic, absolutely wonderful, but they would not, the, having those jobs would not give me my time freedom. I would still have to go to a Monday morning team meeting. You know, I have a maximum that I can earn from that job. So I don't necessarily have the financial freedom there. Right. So some of these things look good on paper, but do they help you fulfill your goal? Think about your goal all the time. Yeah, I love that. And that's really a food for thought to to everyone listening to this is that, again, think about the lifestyle that you want. And, you know, I know, especially in the beginning, it's hard to 
let go of things or jobs or whatever it is that doesn't really align with those goals. But that's really how you create this type of lifestyle is understanding what you want and then letting go of the things that don't serve your purpose, your goals. Thank you so much, Rosie, for sharing this with us. We really appreciate you. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you so much for having me. I really loved speaking to you today. It was really an honor. Same here, Rosie. If our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you? So to go to my Digital Nomad Lifestyle blog and brainstorming studio for your life design ideas, it's discoverysessions.io. You can also book a one-to-one with me and ask me anything about working online and traveling. And if you would like to read my articles that I have written for the various publications I write for, like Lonely Planet and Condé Nast Traveler, you can go to my writing portfolio, which is rosiebell.net. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at thebeachbell. Perfect. Thank you, Rosie. Thanks, Debbie. Bye. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Rosie. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's been able to design her life around freedom and help others do the same. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.